From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, four times a year, the mayor of McKeesport, uh, Mike Trepko, gives out awards to people for that, that he say have upheld the McKeesport message. And the McKeesport message is respect, hope, love, and dignity. And uh, in January, uh, the the award for respect was given to a man named George Michalko. He is 86 years young. He lives in the Hall Park section of McKeesport. And I thought Mr. Michalko had uh, some interesting things to say, and I've asked him to be our uh, guest today. Uh, hello, George. Yeah, well, I was really humbled to receive that award because I'm sure there are many other people that are worthy of it. But at that particular uh, acceptance ceremony, uh, I kind of went overboard saying how <laughs> I was disparaged about the impression people have about McKee Sport and stereotyping it and so forth. And uh, so I thought, you know, that uh, I would plant some seeds by giving the mayor some seeds to plant in the, in the city to beautify it and tell him about the different reasons that we should kind of market our our city better than what we've been doing. You, you, um, and I want to talk more about the seeds because uh, that's one of the things you were honored for was the community gardens that you have worked right. on. Well, I I do a lot of gardening, uh, and I'm interested in art. I'm in fact I'm exhibiting in the art show coming up in May in McKeesport. Okay, but I help my neighbors. Uh, some of them are deceased. Some of them are even older than I am and can do their gardens. So I try to dress up their properties. And uh, one neighbor that passed away three years ago, her relatives live out of town, so I've been helping them to kind of keep their property in, in good shape with painting and uh, ornamental plants and so forth. And I devote my, my time uh, to helping the neighbors. I walk a lot, and uh, so I observe quite a few things in McKeesport. But I, like I say, I was so disparaged by uh, some of the, the stigmatisms, the misinformation about our city, and I thought we need to do some things about it. You were, uh, you were, you were specifically, you know, if I can interrupt you for just a second, you were specifically unhappy um, about the article that the Post-Gazette did where they compared um, right, McKeesport with Upper St. Clair. Our, our McKeesport with the... Uh, Upper St. Clair, for example. Now, I'd just like to say a few little things here. Uh, you know, yes, you know, we've lost a lot of our economy, our jobs, and uh, uh, our shopping areas, our population, uh, many of the things that other cities also have encountered, you know. But the one thing different about our city is that we haven't lost our desire to improve and to overcome this and survive. I can't imagine why uh, people can be so uh, not understandable about this and ill-informed and are willing to denigrate a city like it was in the, in the paper. Instead of helping us to rise above all of this, we are called, you know, uh, a slum, uh, a ghetto type of housing, poor education facilities, uh, low-class residents, 
with a multitude of deteriorating buildings and uh, political scandals and murders and so forth. These things occur everywhere. But there is so much more to this wonderful city that I know of and that we're pulling ourselves out of the, the gutter, and we have been placed in by, you know, so many people, analysis and lack of uh, knowledge about us. Uh, there are so many areas in the area that don't classify as how we've been, been uh, you know, stated to be. Let me, uh, but, uh, I just like to, just for a moment, uh, take you a uh, walk through McKeesport. Uh, we're proud to have in the city the following things. We have 47 churches and ministries in McKeesport with two more uh, uh, facilities just a half a mile out, uh, two of them being uh, synagogues mm-hmm. and one of them being an Orthodox church. Mm-hmm. We've got five bridges that allow access and exit from the city. There are 32 areas of interest just at Renzi Park alone. We have more than 19 city-sponsored events throughout the year. We have more than 20 church and association events sponsored throughout the year. Some of them are every day, some of them are weekly, and some of them are seasonal. We have nine other amenities uh, for recreation and uh, socializing, besides the 32 mentioned in Renzi Park. Mm-hmm. We have 11 schools, education facilities, and the college campus. There are 26 clubs, associations, fraternals, service organizations, a hospital, and care centers. We have nine well-known restaurants and eating places that are really uh, really ongoing and, and profit-making. We have $7-type stores and pharmacies, mm-hmm. three baked goods facilities. We have six grocers five service stations for gasoline, and lastly, our residents are members of 18 societies that are not housed in McKeesport. I think that's a different view there of McKeesport than a lot of cities around us. I, I'm going to interrupt you just for a second so we remind people who we're talking the to. University of uh, Penn State, yeah. Greater Allegheny yeah. is, is a big part of McKeesport. Uh, George Michalko is on the phone with me. He's 86 years old. He's a resident of McKeesport. He was honored by uh, the mayor of McKeesport and city council back in January for upholding the value of Jason, respect. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll speak up a little bit. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You did, were you born and raised in McKeesport? I was born and raised in McKeesport. I grew up in the third ward. Okay. I was born in 1931. I'm 86. I'm not a very good speaker. I'm not eloquent in speaking. I'm not running for political office. <laughs> but I just feel mm-hmm. that McKeesport is undersold. Uh, we have so much, so much potential to give. Uh, we have uh, areas in McKeesport that, of course, are a little remiss in, in how we have kept them up. But the historical value of McKeesport is something that keeps me going. I'm uh, more or less uh, involved in uh, different projects. I, I donate a lot of things to different churches and different societies and events such as floral arrangements, which I make out of silk flowers and so forth. But uh, growing up in the 
third ward in McKeith's ward, I think, was a real asset because we were a melting pot of people. Nobody worried about your ethnic background or your racial background or religious background. We were all neighbors, and we all cared for one another. And you were born in, in what year, sir? I was born in 1931. Okay. And were, you, were your parents born here, or did they come over from the old country? I, I didn't get that, Jason. Uh, were your parents born here, or did they come yes, over? my parents were born here. My dad in 1905, my mother in 1909, and they lived all their lives in the Third Ward. Uh, I've been living here in the park area, which I call the Cultural District of McKeesburg, mm-hmm. for 60 years. But I do have so many memories of the city then, back in 1931, all the way up. In 36, I was rescued from a third-floor window in the 1936 flood. From the big St. Patrick's Day flood. We have to take a quick break. In 30 seconds, our guest this morning is George Michalko. He is 86 years old. He's a resident of McKeesport. And we're talking about growing up in McKeesport and what he has observed and what he'd like to see for the future. You're tuned to Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. George Michalko is an 86-year-old resident of McKeesport. He was honored for upholding the value of respect back in January by the mayor and city council, and he's our guest this morning. What, what did your dad do for a living, sir? My dad was a flagpole designer for U.S. Steel. A flag? And then later he worked just as a, in the shipping department of the U.S. Steel department. Okay. Okay. And, and your mom uh, worked at home, stayed at home? My what? Your 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 mom uh, stayed at home then. Well, my mother was uh, very active in the church. She was one of the uh, the uh, founders of Polish National Catholic Church in McKeesport, and she was in the choir and the Ladies Society. She was the president of the uh, Ladies Guild of the church for fifty years and did a lot of charitable work. As a matter of fact, she and the uh, the Church Lady Society held the first bake sale and flea market in conjunction with the Garden Club of McKeesport in 1979. Okay. Uh, and, and did you have any brothers and sisters? Yes, I did. I had my older brother, uh, who was a uh, doctor of music and taught at uh, Falk School and at uh, University of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He was an organist for 60 years and choir director of a church, plus three choral groups in the Pittsburgh area. And I have a younger brother who also worked at U.S. Steel. I had a sister who was very active in the International Village and uh, the uh, Christmas uh, uh, tree uh, festival. The Festival of Trees. She mm-hmm. worked at uh, uh, WMCK Radio in McKeesport. She was the... Uh, uh, business manager for okay. Al Serena's radio station. And I have a third sister, uh, who, Jean, who lives up in Hare Heights, which is one of the nicer areas of McKeesport. Uh, and uh, she was just a married homemaker. She worked for the uh, the uh, 
State Department okay. for many years, and she's retired. Uh, George Michalko is on the uh, phone with us. He was honored uh, back in January by the mayor of McKeesport and City Council for upholding the value of respect. And uh, just wanted to talk with him uh, uh, a little bit about his life and about growing up in McKeesport uh, over 86 years. Um, tell us what the city looked like when you were growing up. You said you said you have very well, good when memories. I was growing up, there were railroad tracks crossing through the middle of McKeesport. Okay. And uh, we had uh, over... 300 stores on our main street. We had four department stores. Uh, we had five, five and ten cent stores. We had five movie theaters. Uh, we had tons of jewelry stores and boutiques. We were really a competitive place to Pittsburgh. And I think that's why a lot of times the people from Pittsburgh uh, created a stigma about us because we were we were too competitive. <laughs> uh, we also had a place called Moran Field, which uh, uh, was noted for having the Homestead Grace play there, and the Billy Con Joe Lewis fight took place there one time. You uh, and, whereabouts uh, did you go to? Where did you go to school at? I went to school at the Second Ward School in McKeesport and then Shaw Avenue as a freshman and then McKeesport Technical High School, which is where Twin Rivers is now located okay. uh, on uh, uh, Converse Street in McKeesport. And uh, after uh, you graduated from high school, what did you do then? When I graduated from high school, I first went to work at the Sears Roebuck & Company. Then I was drafted into the service and served four year, two years in the uh, Army. And when I came back, uh, my job wasn't available for me at Sears, and so I got a job with an uh, engineering company in Pittsburgh, and then that company folded. Nope. And so I went to work at First Sterling, which is a carbide company mm -hmm. in McKeesport. And then after that, I uh, went into the priesthood for 15 years. Oh. And then when I uh, retired from that, I came back and I worked at uh, Wish Radio in Pittsburgh. You've had quite, I did not know any of this about you. Uh, George Michalko is on the phone with us right now. He uh, is a resident of McKeesport for 86 years and um, was honored in January by the mayor and city council for uh, his work in the neighborhoods where he lives. T tell us about, you went into the priesthood. Why? How did you feel called into the priesthood? Well, I uh, there was a bishop that uh, had come to our city. He was uh, friends with my brother, the organist, and... Uh, he induced me into going into the priesthood. He said they needed some talent, so I did. <laughs> I told him that I could probably devote a few years to it, but I didn't want to make it a life career. And uh, so I was ordained after uh, two years at the uh, seminary, and uh, I served in uh, New Jersey and in uh, the Pocono Mountains of, uh, of Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, I built a... a uh, new church and uh, social hall complex in Bayonne, New Jersey, and then I served in the uh, the second formed parish of, the, of that denomination in uh, Dixon City. I uh, was a manager of a dairy farm that belonged to the uh, church and a parish and, a, and an old age home that they had sponsored out there, and I was responsible for getting health insurance for the uh, clergy, and also uh, I worked with the committee to get Social Security for the clergy because, you know, years ago, a clergy received $200 a month as their uh, salary. And that was it. 
I, and, uh, that this is the po- after uh, uh, my my dad died in 1973, and uh, then after all the, the years, I knew my mother needed help, so I moved back to uh, McKeith Ward. And, and this was in the po- job with the radio station. This was in the Polish National Catholic Church. That's right. Okay. Uh, t- t- tell us about the Polish National Catholic Church, a little bit of, of the history, because I, I don't think that people are necessarily aware of how well, it's the different. The Polish National Catholic Church uh, became uh, a uh, an entity because there was a, a priest, his name was uh, Francis uh, Hodor, H-O-D-U-R, and he was... Uh, uh, the uh, the founder because the uh, Roman Catholic Church was doing away with a lot of the ethnic churches and they and what they were doing at that time back in 1897 was they were putting uh, priests into uh, the, the churches that did not speak the language of the people mm-hmm. and of course that in 1897 everyone did not speak English right and Polish was the main. Uh, language of, of the one church that they had sent an Irish priest to, and so he took it upon himself <laughs> you, to uh, go to uh, the uh, Episcopal Church to get ordained as the bishop, and he started the Polish National Catholic Church in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and then he spent time going to different areas of Pennsylvania and visiting people where there was a Polish population, and he came to my grandmother's home on Strawberry Street in McKeesport okay. and uh, talked to my grandparents and some other Polish people that my grandmother had as boarders in her home. Okay. And uh, he uh, started the, the church there. And, and in 1922, they built a church on, uh, they converted an apartment building on Buena Vista Street in McKeesport into a church. Okay. And that's how the church got started in McKeesport. There are churches now everywhere. But uh, uh, but primarily where where uh, Polish people settled, I presume. So Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey, well, the home Illinois base is in in uh, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. But there are cathedrals in New Hampshire, in uh, New York, and in Chicago. It, it, it is not a church. It is not um, in communion. I guess is the word with with uh, no, the Roman in Church. Communion with the uh, uh, old Catholic Church of uh, uh, Europe. Okay. Okay, um, and you were you were a priest for for fifteen years. You said, "Yes." Okay, what did you enjoy about the priesthood? What did I enjoy about it? Yeah, I enjoyed doing things, helping people, uh, learning about people, and uh, hearing some of their their problems and trying to help them with their problems. And uh, I enjoyed meeting a lot of people from other uh, religions, from other types of, uh, of life, and uh, just being able to, to do good for people. And, and, and are you still involved? Because there is, as you mentioned, there is a Polish Catholic church in McKeesport. I'm not as involved as I used to okay. be. You know, at 86, you find so many things that you have to do, and your time isn't, <laughs> yeah. your time isn't available for everything. Yeah. You know? So I, I pick the things that, that I feel are important. George Michalko is our guest this morning. He is 86 years old. He lives in McKeesport and has lived there for most of his life, born and raised. And uh, we're talking about his life and we're talking about growing up in McKeesport and what he would like to see for the future. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes. 
a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. George Michalko is our guest for a final few minutes. Mr. Michalko is 86 years old. He has lived in McKeesport all but 15 years of that. He has served as a priest for 15 years in the Polish National Catholic Church. He has worked in radio at uh, WSHH, and he now spends most of his time volunteering with various causes around the McKeesport area and was honored by the uh, mayor and city council uh, in January uh, for upholding the value of respect. When did you move back to McKeesport then, uh, Mr. Michalko? Uh, 1985. And how had things changed? You were gone for 15 years, I think you said. How had things changed? Oh, it had changed drastically. I mean, it, it, uh, there, were, there were no meals. The railroad uh, had moved out. There was no train transportation to uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, the bus transportation was terrible and still is in this area. Uh, the population had changed, but the one thing that didn't change was... The, the people, you know, the melting pot of people was still there, and it was perpetuated by International Village. I was fortunate. I was one of the 15 people with uh, the uh, longtime mayor, uh, Andrew Jacomas, mm-hmm. and uh, Councilman Zorn Popovich, who started International Village downtown in McKeesport, never thinking it, it would last almost six decades. Tell like people, for people who aren't listening, because we have listeners in uh, all up and down the Mon Valley, for people who don't know what International Village is, tell people what International Village in McKeesport well, it's, is. It's a, a village it's located at a ballpark called Stephen Barry Field in uh, McKeesport. Stephen Barry was a man that lived from 1876 to the early 1930s, and he was a uh, uh, one of the people that worked with the poor people all the time, and so uh, that's why the ballpark was named after him. And in fact, in 1940s, uh, uh, Pope Pius III gave him an award, a medal called the Vidisi Medal, and it, this got around, and finally they built a, a, a the park ballpark okay. in his honor. And uh, International Village is made up of nonprofit organizations, mostly churches. And they sell all ethnic foods for three days in August, usually around the second week of August. There are booths there with all the different food and everything. And uh, even though we're kind of depicted as a slum area, people come in from sometimes out of the world, out of our country, and they come from all parts of the United States for international village, especially those who were part of the diaspora that left McKeesport. Mm-hmm. They come back here for reunions, and they meet at international village. It's a three-day affair, and there are about fifteen to 20,000 people that come there for the three-day period. Where was it located? You, you said that you and uh, the former... It's in the cultural area. It's right near Runsey Park. But but when when you when you you said you and uh, when Mayor Jacomas and uh, Councilman Popovich, who later became Mayor and Judge Popovich, um, started International Village, where was the first one? The first one was held downtown in McKeesport. And how about That's how many booths? Fifth Avenue in McKeesport. There were a few booths there. It started with the parade with floats, and there were requirements. It had to be a church organization. You had to provide a float. 
and you had to provide uh, entertainment, you know, for it. Mm -hmm. uh, our Polish float that year was one that, and I don't want to brag, but I designed our float, and uh, we danced the length of McKeesport, which was about uh, 20 blocks okay. on Fifth Avenue. And we had an orchestra called the Fjolkotulski Orchestra, and we, our group danced the entire length of that field. In fact, I wore out a pair of shoes dancing. <laughs> do you, do you, you don't dance anymore, do you? Oh, I, I could, but I really don't. I, I was a good dancer. I danced for 25 years at International Village with the Polish group from Holy Family Church called uh, the, uh, uh, well, in Polish it's called the Koniki. Uh-huh. The Lakoniki uh, Polish dancers. Beg your pardon? The, the, I always mispronounce it, but it's Lakonichi. Is that, am I doing it right? Koniki. Okay. Um, we have just a couple of minutes left. I want to ask you about the community gardens that you have helped plant up in Hall Park. When did you the get what? the gardens that you have done, the gardening? Oh, yeah, well, my, uh, we have such a beautiful rose garden, which never gets the right publicity with wonderful workers there. Uh, but my garden, uh, I have on the sides of my, my house, sits in the middle of, of our property here. And I have a frontal all across of it, and then I have a couple of dog ears with flowers in it, and then I have flowers surrounding my entire home. And you have helped other people, too, correct? Right. My neighbor across the street happens to be a retired teacher from McKeesport, Kenny Mitchell, and he had problems with landscapers putting in flowers and, and ornamental plants for him. And every time they put them in, they died, and they wouldn't grow. So he asked me, could I help him? And I did. And the neighbor on the side of me has arthritis so bad that she can't bend down, so I help her with hers. The neighbor behind me uh, passed away three years ago, and her family, like I say, lives out of the state. And they had a, the people, the young people that owned the house and, and had it before had a beautiful, beautiful yard with a fish pond and everything. And uh, Marty Budka and his wife, Beverly, had the most resplendent yard I'd ever seen, and I wanted to restore that, which I did. And then my neighbor to the left of me, he's a competitor of mine with, with flowers, <laughs> but he is also uh, a grower of vegetables. He has thousands of vegetable plants that he, he grows in the basement and in the back room of his home, and then he gives donates some of them out, and he sells them. And his plants are, are marvelous, tomatoes, beans, you name it, he has it. So, uh, I mean, I'm surrounded, you know, with an area where you can do a lot of things like that with plants. Uh, in just a couple of minutes we have left, what would you like to see in the future uh, in McKeesport? Uh, in McKeesport? Yeah. What's well, your hope? Um, there are so many things that could be done. We need to dress up our city a little bit, and we need to energize our population. I'd like to see them offer, uh, like, memorials with the park benches in, in uh, uh, McKeesport for the summer season. Ask different families to either bring a, a gallon of paint and a brush and paint them, then have somebody who does lettering put them in the memorial of the uh, yeah. uh, people that lived in McKeesport. You know, we we have to do so much in McKeesport. Uh, we're a live and thriving city, but nobody knows it. What, what my last question, and then I'm going to let you go. Um, what would you say to the young people to to give them the same enthusiasm 
that you have had for 86 years about this? Well, I would just say to them that, you know, you're going to be living when these things are still around. Start taking care of them now with those of us who are of the older population. Uh, and that's a good thought to, to end on. George Michalko is a retired uh, priest in the Polish National Catholic Church, uh, has lived for most of his 86 years in McKeesport, was honored by uh, city council and the mayor in January for upholding the value of respect. And uh, you will probably see him if you come to International Village in August. You will probably see George probably near the Polish booth. This summer, well, they'll be seeing me along the roads anywhere. I walk <laughs> everywhere. Th- thank you, uh, Mr. Michalko, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Well, thank you for asking me. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.